Lesage declared uh, Paul Bernardo a dangerous offender. And so to effectively ignore the findings of, of one of the most respected and indeed compassionate trial judges in this country uh, is very, very disturbing. And all of this cries out that we need to make some serious legislative changes to deal with Canada's most uh, dangerous offenders. That is the voice of Tim Danson, who has been speaking out certainly since the uh, sudden and secretive transfer of Paul Bernardo, uh, who was moved quietly to a medium security facility. And of course, many asking why. We shouldn't have to, but we are. And um, and so other than a whole bunch of uh, dodging and weaving and, you know, lip service, uh, we finally got that review into how and why Paul Bernardo got moved from maximum security to medium. And so you heard from Corrections Canada revealing why we, we just followed all the steps and the rules under uh, Bill C-83. And this is something that was brought in by the Trudeau government which for some reason insists on even the worst of the worst offenders needing some kind of, uh, you know, environment that is less restrictive. Well, we're not talking people who have made a mistake. We're talking about the worst of the worst killers in this country, including Paul Bernardo, but he's hardly the only one. Uh, but the, the, you know, when I hear Marco Medicino talk about his, um, you know, shock, and and appalling, and the surprise, apparently the whole government, the surprise, even though every single minister in the file and the prime minister's office, everyone knew about this, they all were shocked, shocked that this could happen, even though they crafted the legislation. And so if they're that shocked, if it's so appalling, then they should have no problem changing the bill, changing the law. You can't muck around with Corrections Canada. Okay, don't. Rewrite the law. Adopt uh, Bill C-423 by the Conservatives, which will require all mass murderers stay in maximum security. But let me talk with someone who has been uh, fighting, adding his voice to this, and is, of course, directly impacted because his daughter, Tori Stafford's killers, Michael Rafferty, as well, um, uh, was moved, and Terry Lynn McClintock got into a healing lodge. Of course, he was the last to know. Didn't find out till months after. Rodney joins me now. Good to have you. Good morning, Alex. All right. Um, where we see things now and from your vantage point and going through what you have gone through with your own daughter's uh, justice and fighting for that, um, do you believe that this is done and it's not going to get fixed and that is the way this government wants it to be? Unfortunately, I'd like to think differently, but I think they're going to do what they want to do until we all come together and make the changes within Parliament. This was, though, something that you found out, your family found out after the fact, months after the fact, that both uh, Terry Lynn McClintock, she had been moved to this healing lodge, even though she wasn't native. And then, of course, you had Michael Rafferty, who remains in a medium security facility just a few years into his life sentence. And so they would obviously, I think, fall under this rewrite of the legislation from, from, from the Trudeau government. Are you asking if they would fall under it? Yeah, I would assume that they too, like Paul Bernardo, they fall under these rewrites of the rules, which the Trudeau government put in. So they shouldn't be surprised that, that these moves are happening. Oh, correct. Exactly. No, they're, they're making the changes and making it 
make it easier for the the incarcerated individuals to hit the streets that much quicker. They know what they're doing. Correction says, though, you know, it doesn't matter. Paul Bernardo will never see the light of day. I'm not sure how they can say that, but do you believe that? I mean, is there any reason why Michael Rafferty, Terry Lynn McClendon, or Paul Bernardo, what what is the reason to giving them more freedoms, uh, less restrictions, unless you are preparing them for a move ultimately out? Well, because the criminals, they have they have their rights, right? Like they yeah, can go out and murder anybody they want to, but then their rights are are now what's important in this country, not the rights of the victims. Have you heard from anybody in charge from the minister's office? Have you heard from anybody? No. No. You surprised? To be honest, no. But it sure would have been nice after the fact to have at least one person acknowledge the fact that the government messed up and we've had all this extra nonsense in our lives for nothing. But you never get that call. You know, I think when we put these stories, you know, to bed, so to speak, and the headlines are written, the story's done, I think most people would assume, Rodney, that, you know, families like yours, you'll move on with life, you know, the person that destroyed it will go away for 25 years and that's that it it is so not the way it happens though and time and time and time again whether it's your case whether it's uh, the French and Mahaffey families it it, the 25 years really seems like the starting point of of the cruelty of of, um, you know where you have to kind of constantly watch constantly wait for that phone to ring and constantly have to fight to keep these people behind bars well, the sad part of it is after you go to trial, you, you shouldn't, we shouldn't be here. Like with Michael Rafferty and Terry Lynn McClintock, they both received 25 years max. Um, they're both entitled to their appeal or whatever. Um, Michael Rafferty did his appeal in 2016 and October 24th, 2016 and was denied. So from that point on, up until the end of the 25 years, we shouldn't hear, have to hear anything about them. We went to trial. They received a sentence from the ju- from the judge that is supposed to be imposed, and then it's all done with. the The, the perpetrator goes into the correctional system, and then the corrections just does whatever they want. Um, and the government isn't helping by changing laws to make it that much easier for individuals to get out of incarceration. And then they're not changing anything to do with the victim's bill of rights to balance what's going on. So victims and their families are just falling further and further in behind. It's become normalized. Basically, yeah. You know, you've chosen and and you have been very vocal um, since the day your daughter was was taken and, uh, and, and ultimately your lives, all of you. Um, were shattered. But you, you've chosen um, to be public and to make sure that you, you fight for this. Others, maybe not, um, you know, French Mahaffey's t- are, are more quiet. Tim Danson yep. does the speaking. Can you kind of characterize, Rodney, what it is like so that people can understand, um, you know, what it is like to be on your side of this? Well, to be on this side, it's it's an emotional roller coaster from hell, Alex. Um did you think you're doing well? Like things are going well. Um, trials are done, whatever. You think you're doing great. And then all of a sudden, boom, well, this person wants to do this and this person wants to make this change. And 
So, like, like you're saying, you shouldn't have to hear from these people for at least another 23, 22, 23 years. But you're constantly hearing stuff from the government. Changes are being made. Um, whether people like, like, because it's in my life, it affects me a heck of a lot more than it would somebody just hearing it over the radio. And so, like, all these changes, it, it brings back the hurt, the pain. You also have to go through the missed birthdays, the missed you know, like every everything that's missed, they all come up annually too. Then you have the government throwing in their extra garbage, and then it's 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 hard to get back onto a level-minded playing field. But the the best we can do is, you know, just kind of go with what happened. And no matter what, I can't change what happened. So what I can do is at least try to make it safer for everybody else. And like. Nobody, nobody deserves to be going through this garbage. And if if my voice in any way makes it a change for anybody, for everybody, then this will be it. Like I lost my little girl. Nobody else needs to go through this trauma. Yeah, and sadly, many, many do, uh, Rodney. And they do. And, and if you could, if you as as someone who's been through this, if you if you were retweaking, rewriting the law, what what would you want? What would make your life? somewhat easier what would make the french mahaffey um the bosmas you know the babcocks what would make your life easier to live knowing we had a government who cared about the victim and that is willing to help but it seems as soon as the trial is over the victims get pissed on and the incarcerated get get all the help yeah how much help do you get? And and I mean, I've always known it was pretty paltry. Um, but but how much support once once the uh, the trials over all that and all of those appointed people they're gone? No, you're pretty I, much I on your given, own. I think I was given. Uh, I think it was a total of twenty five hours of free counseling, mm-hmm. and then you're on your way, sir. Just you know. Yeah. Good luck. Make the best. Make the best of it. <laughs> well, you know, I will keep talking about it. I know you'll keep talking about it, and uh, I just pray to God that um, at some point it sinks in because, uh, sadly, we're going in the wrong direction, and I do really uh, get very, very concerned that this is becoming too normalized. So, Rodney, I very much appreciate uh, you joining. No problem. Thank you, Alex. Thank you. That's Rodney uh, Stafford, who, um, you know, he's just a regular guy, just fighting, fighting for something he never thought he'd have to fight for. And the fact that you've got a guy like Mendicino who can sit up there moving his lips and saying, oh, well, I was so shocked by, shocked, I tell you, shocked by this move. Really? You made the rules. Change them. But you know what? There's a cabinet shuffle on Wednesday, so he's probably going to get shuffled up. But the fact that they haven't moved him, haven't brought the House back, haven't bothered to have a vote on this or changed the legislation tells you that this is not going to change. So Bernardo just becomes one of the... You know, many who get somehow uh, more freedom.